Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. Hey there, it's Album for the Day. I'm John E. This is Jay. And we were thinking about doing something a little different Mm -hmm. because we love America. Oh, that's right. And there's 50 states in this great land. And we're going to put our patriot pants on, and we're going to bring you a little bit from every state, because there's music in every state in this great land. And we're here for the whole ride. So we're going to go state by state, bringing you some of the best bands, some of the best albums that we've heard. Uh, We're going to bring it to you. So buckle up, Buttercup. Jose, can you see? (laughs) Here we go. Album for the day brings to you today another state of the music. Mm -hmm. And we roll just a little ways back to uh, Iowa, the Hawkeye State. That's That's a horrible hawk. Yeah, I don't even know. I think all the people in Iowa just went, no. <laughs> if you'd have just done your best Alan Alda impression, that would have been even better. And I'll yeah. just leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Iowa. A lot of interesting people. Uh, what a mix. What a Quite mix. Quite the variety. Um, Andy Williams. My, 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 my two favorite, just to tell you how diverse Iowa is, my two that I'm like... Wow. Um, Glenn Miller versus Slipknot. (laughs) You have 1930s and 40s big band, like the guy, at every record store and every estate sale and every yard sale. If they have any big band, swing, whatever, Glenn Miller is everywhere. And it's one of those, he's just that, he's that guy. He was the guy back in the 30s and 40s. He was the, ja- like, you know, he was the the white jazz swing time guy. 30s and 40s. Yep. And, and then it's like fast forward, you know, nearly 100 years. <laughs> yeah, we're still digging Glenn. Miller. Yeah, and. Who was from Clorinda, I might add. And we have Slipknot, wearing masks, doing metal. But still being decent people, you know. I mean, they're paying their taxes. Yeah. Well, I've I've Allegedly. seen. I saw this thing where Slipknot, they were in the middle of a show, and somebody in the audience had like passed out or gotten hurt, and uh, they literally stopped the show. Corey Corey Taylor, the lead singer, literally stopped the entire show. And was like, we need to get everybody back up, move, open it up, get the paramedics through, all this whatever. And the crowd just like parted like the Red Sea. And I love when a plan comes together. The paramedics were able to get to this person, get him out, and he was like, Are they all right? I want to make sure they're all right before they started playing again. And Corey Taylor gave the um, the props to his band for spotting it out and like going up and telling him. But it was like Dude, mad props to that band and for Corey Taylor for doing something like that. That's cool to me. Well, That's some Midwestern stuff right there. <laughs> and if you're into some costuming and um, unique masking, 
Uh, and you like crunchy metal? That's the band. And, the, and their album, Iowa. Um, right. I, I think I mean, that's we a, can't leave them off. That's a, that's a good place to start if, sure. you, if you've not listened to Slipknot at all. Really anywhere is a nice place to start at, but mm-hmm. then when you get excited about it, rewind to that. Mm-hmm. And I think that they probably took a little something from their fellow uh, Iowan, uh, Mr. Tommy Bolin. Um, the Sioux City, here we come. From Sioux City, who played in the Deep Purple. Purple. Uh, the and, James Gang. And the James Gang. He also and, played in Zephyr. Yeah. And A Patch of Blue. I feel like the James Gang was a really underrated band. I There's no argument from me and on like that, brother. Deep, Deep Purple, you know, like, you know. Th- Deep Purple is one of those bands, man, that's kind of like Fleetwood Mac. You know, where yeah. like there's a number of different eras of the band, yeah. with a number of different staffing situations, and it kind of defines that era with the staffing. Yeah. Now, so and uh, Machine Head was their big record, and if you, if you're going to listen to Deep Purple, listen to their li- was it live in Tokyo was their big one, and then their uh, and then uh, Machine Head and th- and those two. They're, they're going to set you straight. Uh, and and it's like they were kind of that birth of metal. They were right around that time of, like, Sabbath and, uh, you know, Zeppelin to a point. But they had that edge that a lot of bands just didn't have. And I think that, that old Tommy Bolin added a lot to that sound. Well, and I think that's evident in the fact that he was... He was inducted in the Iowa Rock and Roll Hall of Fame mm-hmm. in 1969. Wow. Wow. When you think about what he'd accomplished by then, the that's people he had played with. That's amazing. Yeah, that's intense. That's, and, and that's not even... That he still had a whole other career to go. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe even two... Actually, no, he had two, almost two whole different careers to go after that. Kind of. Golly. People come back. <laughs> uh, I noticed that, uh, yeah, there were some interesting people from uh, Charlie Hayden mm-hmm. from Shenandoah, mm-hmm. a double bass player, also a band leader, and a music teacher. And you got to appreciate when somebody that's really prolific with an instrument is really cool with instructing on it too oh absolutely like it's it's one thing and you know being one doesn't necessarily mean you can be the other yeah sometimes you can't translate what it is that you do to others no absolutely and you know it's that thing of especially with an instrument like that you know um yeah it's it's always good to share one and speaking speaking of sharing somebody who i found that two states could kind of claim was Adam Young from Owl City. Um, he's from he, Atumna. He's from Iowa. From, I- from Iowa, mm-hmm. but also had a lot of Minnesota connections. 
We won't hold that against. We're not going to hold it against either one of them. Uh, but Owl City, we act, we did an episode about Owl City. Uh, Adam Young is a oh, really oh, interesting oh, and super talented dude. Super talented. Um, um, I, I it, it was a surprising album. I'm not big into like that kind of e. It's not like EDM. It's not, but no. it kind of it, it. It has that it's like electronic pop. Yeah, yeah. It's not necessarily electronic e- dance. Yeah, and so it, but it has that like. It plays the keyboard and yeah. the synthesizer yeah. and stuff but like it, that. But that was one of the albums that really um, struck me. Um, I went back and listened to it multiple times after the fact because. It was so interesting for me because that's not a genre of music that I particularly gravitate towards. And his lyrics were something that were very interesting to me. And it was something that I was able to kind of catch on. And like he had just really good lines and hooky kind of stuff that brought me back. And I could hear myself singing it in my head. And that's the exact purpose of what his... And he was very integral in the making of his videos as well. Mm -hmm. So if you check out the videos for his stuff, you really get like a deeper look into uh, exactly what's going through that head of his Mm -hmm. in in some ways. Um, I did want to bring up Art Farmer from Council Bluffs. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you know, got a thing for brass players, yep. and, uh, and he he's played one- the trumpet, and he played the flugelhorn. Yeah, he's one of the OGs. And he invented a combination of the two called the flumpet. <laughs> and how could you not talk about the flumpet? Dude, I mean, I wasn't going to just let it fly by yeah. on the bypass. Yeah. He also played the piano and tuba. But nobody I mean once you get to flump it, like I don't want to hear anything else. Yeah, we're we're, tell go, me about we're going to talk about the flump it. At great length. And uh also another great uh uh brass player coming out of uh Iowa, uh Bix Biederbeck. Yeah. Um, he was also also one of the OGs. Born in 1903, died in 1931. Like super short life, but man, did he influence like he pulled a William at, Henry Harrison. Well, well, he's he's that dude who like he influenced everybody from Louis Armstrong. To like all those, all those really, really, really original jazz players. Um, the, like they were people that listened to this dude because that that's what they had, you know. Absolutely. And now, if you want to talk about EDM, uh, Julia Michaels um, is from Davenport. She does pop and EDM R and B. She's also a songwriter. Hmm. And plays the piano and guitar. And uh, Nate Reese from Iowa City was in mm. Fun. Oh yeah, that's a that is a fun band. Now I like Fun. Yeah. But I I'm one of those grab a shovel people, and I was like, what? No, they somebody said they all did something different before this. What was all of that? And uh, Nate Reese was in a band called The Format hmm. prior to Fun. 
and I bought like two or three of their records. They're great. Oh, interesting. The format. The format. Gets my stamp. Maybe not yours. <laughs> yeah. Different strokes for different I folks. I thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of pop, Brian Bell yeah. um, from Iowa City also must be something in the water there. Mm-hmm. Um, little guitar, keys, vocal. Uh, been in Weezer, 15 albums. That's probably not even accurate at this point. Yeah, like, it's they probably. They are really generating it's probably more than new that stuff. Yeah. Uh, he also has been in bands called Carnival Art and The Relationship. Hmm. Interesting. I'd like to hear those back to back. It's like like the Leon Russell Carney Carnival experience with a uh, like Justin Bieber coming next. Leon Russell meets <laughs> Justin Bieber. I don't think they're allowed within five hundred yards think, of each other. Oh <laughs> no, they are not. They are not. Yeah. Oh man, that's one's uh, an icon. And the other's Justin Bieber. (laughs) (laughs) Baby, baby, baby. Oh, God. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. um, Greg Brown Mm -hmm. from Fairfield, uh, folk musician, played the guitar and harmonica. And um, he made 24 albums, got nominated for two Grammys. He uh, collaborated a lot with Bo Ramsey and Iris Dement. Iris Dement. That's delicious. That is. That is. Uh, T-Boz, Tion Watkins from TLC is from Des Moines. I did not know that. Uh, Maddie Pope. Um, Maddie Pope is from Clarksville. She plays the guitar, piano, ukulele. Uh-huh. And uh, she was the winner of the 16th season of American Idol, which I try not to get into that, but dang it, man, she plays the ukulele. How many how many seasons of American Idol have there been now? Way more than 16. Way more than there should be. Is that the is that the right answer? Is that the that's that's probably closer to yeah that's yeah that's um, Simon Estes. That was one of my favorite ones that I found from Iowa. Mm-hmm. Simon Estes from Centerville. The was opera a singer, right? Bass baritone opera singer. Yeah. He sang in front of Bill Clinton, Richard Nixon, Boris Yeltsin, Yasser Arafat, Nelson Mandela, Desmond Tutu. Dang. Like, you can just zip me up in the bag and toss me in the hole, bro. Yeah, like that's that's that is a who that else is, a, is there to sing to? It's a national statesman where they're calling the big guns in. You're a musical ambassador. Yeah, that's uh Wow. So uh from Iowa. Wow. Uh he was the first he was in the first generation of black opera singers to achieve worldwide success. And was instrumental in breaking down racial prejudice barriers in the opera world. Which, let's just be clear. I feel that, I mean, the opera, I, I don't, yeah, you don't, you, I don't think of, it's, it's Italians 
and white people. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think of like an African American singer. That's because they were squashed out for so long. Man. I guess. Well, way to go, uh, way to go, Mr. Estes. That's uh, that's fantastic. And there's always William Elliot, William Elliot Whitmore. Mm-hmm. You try and say William Elliot Whitmore. Yes. William Whitmore. William Willie Whitmore. Whitmore. <laughs> Willie Willie Whitmore from Lee County. They weren't even specific more than that. Just Lee County. Uh, he played the banjo, put out ten albums. They called his style Middle Western. Well, you know, they're in Iowa. I get it. Made sense to me. I get it. Made sense to me. I get it. I don't understand why, you know, they came up with a great portmanteau called Midwest, <laughs> and you would waste your time saying Middle Western. <laughs> they already abbreviated for you. They already did that. It's approved, man. Everyone <laughs> approved of this. And you're insisting and on I think they were Middle too, Western. They were too polite to say it was already claimed as the Midwest. They were like, mm, no. He's from Iowa, he's man. From I'm the not Middle sure West. how he's going to react. <laughs> he might give me the Hawkeye. He might give me the Hawkeye. <laughs> well, uh, well, today, album for the day, our states of music uh, coming to you from the Hawkeye State, Iowa. Uh, be sure to follow us uh, wherever, you, uh, wherever you listen. And uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, and Instagram at album the number four of the day. Uh, if you have any love mail, hate mail, or requests, or people we left out, uh, shoot us an email at album for the day at gmail.com. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you when we see you. That sounds fun. Period. After. <laughs> Oh, yeah, get it. The band. It's like the band fun. It's fun. Yeah, it sounds fun. (laughs) Josh. Iowa's fun. (laughs) We have a new motto. Fun to Iowa for a slipknot. Ain't that fun? (laughs) After starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to cue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woo! Ooh!